Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 191 of Millennial Movie Talk. I am joined by Alec. Hello. And Braden. Hello. How are we doing today, fellas? Hello. Good. I'm good. 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 We're, we're just good. coming straight off recording our uh, trailer reactions, which you can find over on our YouTube channel uh, for well, some of the trailers from right the now, big game. It is, it's, uh, been, it's been a little hot minute since we did a few of should those. I, oh. Should I be uploading them right now while we're streaming? Uh, yeah, we've never had an fine. issue with the stream. True. We've never really had an issue. Too, uh, yeah. Too fair. He does it. The and the only two people that have internet issues are you and me, Braden. So That's true. The, that is true. It's really good that I, I do it. Yes. It's very good. You know, so good. And that wasn't even conversation. I just, you know, when we talked about doing yeah. this at home, it was Alex finally got a computer. We might as well just do this. Yeah. And uh, and it saves a lot of time. And guess what? When it's done, we can just go do our own thing. Yeah. Yes. It's it's, it's a lot easier. Um, but if yeah, if you're almost you're a year later, and we're still trying to justify why we moved online. <laughs> you can uh, you can uh, go over to YouTube and watch our reactions to what was it? It was Guardians, The Flash, and Fast Fast Things. Fast sex. Uh, I highly fast recommend sex. people go watch that one. Because um, wow, fast ten your seatbelts. Um, <laughs> now I'm I'm still surprised they didn't call it that, um, or the tagline or anything. Um, uh, now I don't I don't have a hell of a lot to talk about this episode. You guys stop, have all the news. Cut it out. Uh, cut it and out. We're out of no, here, guys. <laughs> See you later, guys. Quick video tonight. No, Thank you, you guys. Watching. You guys You're have so great. much to talk about. Uh, we're gonna. Uh, uh, you know, Alex, hit us with some new movies first. I've got a lot of new movies. Get the to talk two quick ones out of the way and then get into the chunkier one. I watched um, an appalling romantic comedy. Not appalling. It's not awful, but it's not very good. Very average. With Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. It's called Your Place or Mine. You know, guys, guess what? You Within the first 10 minutes, you go, they're going to fall in love. They're going to fall in love. <laughs> it's about wow. two lifelong friends. It's about they fall two, in love? Two, they fall in love. <laughs> Two lifelong friends. Um, and Reese Witherspoon plays like a teacher. She's got a kid and she lives in LA. And then Ashton Kutcher plays like a, uh, an, a, <laughs> a, a rich man. I believe that's his occupation in New York. And they've been friends for a long time. And Reese Witherspoon, she needs to go to New York to finish her big fancy degree for a week. And Ashton Kutcher and Ashton, what they do is they swap places to live. So Ashton Kutcher can look after a kid and she can go finish in New York. And hijinks ensue. Yep. She learns about his life. He learns about her life. He helps her son because, you know, she's a helicopter parent. Um, <laughs> that's my favorite that's... noise that a helicopter makes. <laughs> I was just doing Homer Simpson. Um, and, yeah, and, you know, guys, they might fall in love by the end of the film. Whoa. It does sound exactly both casting and title and plot like something that was made in 2004. Yes. Oh, for real though, Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher, both good actors, not a lick of chemistry. Oh, there's no, no chemistry at oh. all. Not, not even a little bit. Well, from the pl- sound bit. of the plot of the film, it doesn't sound like they even interact. Yeah, they don't barely. O- only over the phone. Maybe that's why. Maybe they went. Hmm. We just need. It doesn't care. They don't need chemistry. They're talking over the phone. Yeah. But the question then remains: Whose place do they choose after? His place or hers? Hers. Because you got oh. the kid in. The- ah, you got the kid in the mix. She has the job too, by the sound. I like Ashton Kutcher. I want him to be in more things and be in better things, Ashton. Be in better things. People like that. Has TV he been show in? Has in. he been in a lot, like much recently? 
There's that there's that TV show about uh is is it like the ranch or something? Oh the ranch, yeah. Oh the it ranch. Was Ashton Kutcher yeah. and the sex offender from the other the sex offender from that 70s show. Yeah. They, but they did pe- a show. It was Sam Elliott and it ended. Watch that show. They did. It lasted enough. That and then that was, it ended. That was four years. Sixteen was, to yeah. twenty. Yeah, it lasted four years. Mm. Then it ended. And then he's like an entrepreneur though. He's he's doing tech stuff. Oh he's oh, fine. He's really? Yeah, Ashton Kutcher is fine for money. He he's a big philanthropist, entrepreneur. Yeah, it's he's less like, about us wanting him to have money and more about us just liking. Want to see him? I like. I think he's really I think he's really charismatic. Yeah. Um, and I want to see him more things. Um, but yeah, then I watched this other movie, this better movie, directed by Dave Franco. It's his second directorial debut. Um, it's not debut. It's not debut. It's debut. Second <laughs> debut. It's his second directorial feature film. Um, also starring Alison Brie. So there's a, I think there's something, I think they might be married. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, she co-wrote this one with him. Cool. Um, and uh, it's called uh, Somebody That I Used To Know. Alison Brie plays Ali. Whoa. Um, <laughs> a real stretch for her. She was like, you know what? I'm just going to do a Will Smith and call it my character, my name. Um <laughs> And she goes back to her hometown and she runs into someone that she used to know. Whoa. Used to know. And uh, it's been 10 years and they get rekindled and they might, there might be something there, but there's a problem. He's getting married this weekend. <gasps> Whoa. Hijinks ensue. Now this Great description see- doesn't make it sound very good, but like you showed us the trailer before we started the episode and it does actually look quite good. Yeah, yes. it was quite good. It was a lot better. I gave that one three and a half out of five. Uh, it was very, it was so nice seeing Danny Pudi. Yeah. And, uh, and Alison Bree share the screen again, um, playing friends. So I enjoyed this one a lot. Uh, it was much better to watch this one straight after watching that other movie. But <laughs> the, uh, the other yeah. one. The other one. I gave that one a two. I gave this one a three and a half out of five. And then I saw a new movie in theaters and I like. I like my M Night. I like him, you know. Shamalama. Science one, Science, one of my favorite movies. Unbreakable, also fantastic. Old, um, a film. Old, that yeah. a beach that makes you old. I still, I still can't believe I, when you reveal. Like it was only recently that you told us. Odd. Oh no! I, I he had told me the plot like okay, after he seen the movie because I was before. never intending to see it. Yeah, I'd never it heard is of wild. it. Before. Oh my god. It's the beach that makes you old. The beach that makes you old. It, it's, there's no they they these, <laughs> these, no reason. These, these scientists just found a beach that made you old and they use it to test <laughs> their their drugs. So weird. And they're they're yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, the newest um, one. Yeah, so that was the one with the beach that makes you old. Um and called old. Um and this one's called Knock at the Cabin. Um this one is based on a book. Um, I can't remember what the book is called. Uh, yeah, it stars knock at the cabin. <laughs> no, it's called like Cabin at the Edge of the World or something. Oh, and uh, it's it's about Batista, and it stars Batista, Jonathan Groff, uh, and Rupert Grint. What a commonly known as Ron Weasley. <laughs> um, yeah, so you got Drax, Kristoff, and uh, Ron Weasley sharing <laughs> a cabin in, in the woods. All in this movie. Um, or King George, I guess he is. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so, uh, Batista and three other people, Rupert Green is one of them. They rock up to a cabin where this, uh, same sex, 
uh, couple have are staying with their daughter, and they knock on the cabin. They go, "Hey yo, one of y'all gotta 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 kill, gotta die, and sacrifice yourself so that the apocalypse doesn't happen." You got a choice, and it has to be a willing sacrifice. So both, so the one who wants to die has to sacrifice himself, and the other one has to be on board with it. it has to be a willing sacrifice. And uh, yeah, the whole movie is just about them making the choice. Yep. And, uh, you know, every time they don't make the choice, things happen. Oh, God. Now. Do they make a choice in the end? They do. Um, look. They choose life. This one was boring. <laughs> um, this one, it could be a great 30, 45-minute special. Oh, yeah. like a really oh. good short. You see, that's sort like of a really disappointing because from the idea and, like, the initial trailer I saw, I was slightly intrigued. So what happens in the film? Spoilers for Knock of the Cabin's been out for two weeks. Yeah, just go it's, for it. I, if, if it's not worth yeah. watching that much, then... So what happens is they rock up and they go, this is your choice, and Jonathan Groffman's husband, they go, ah, fuck you. You know, I don't believe you. You guys are crazy. They're like, and Batista goes, all right, make your choice. And they both go, fuck no. And, uh, and... Then Batista goes, all right. And then one of the four people walk out and they go, oh, uh, you've done this. And the other three murder one of the other one, one of them. Ooh. And, and then they kind of go, whoa, what are you doing? They go, every time you say no, you only get four cracks at this. Every wow. time you say no, one of us kills, we'll, we will die. One of us will die. Okay. And then what they do is then he'll be like, and... Uh, every time you say no, one of us will die, and then a great plague or a natural disaster will happen. What happens is Ripper Grint first to go. Oh, um, well, that's boring. They kill, yeah, they hey, kill no, Ron. it would be way worse if it had been Batista first. Yeah, they kill Ron, and uh, and then Batista goes, "Hey, let's watch the news." And then they learn that a massive tsunami hit, and oh. a lot of people died. Oh, it, and it's, then, it's it's real. And then they go. Okay, but then they're kind of trying to be like, I don't know, the movie's trying so hard to be like, um, is it true? Is it real? Are yeah, they telling the okay. truth? Because um, like the, 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 one of the, Jonathan Groff starts kind of buying into it slowly, but the other ones help like being like, they could have pre-taped this news. They could have known this was happening. Mm. This tsunami happened four hours ago. Like, yeah. And this, so, you know. Mm. Yeah, try, like, trying a bit more be like, that like coincidence or like. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so then time, time goes past and we get a flashback. Then we get back and we go, time to make a choice. And that's the movie. Happens Flash, four times. Flashback okay. to what? Oh, just about, you know, Jonathan Groff and their meeting. Them, them Jonathan Groff the landing the part in oh, Hamilton. Right. Uh, his, his time on that, uh, that Netflix so that's, series. That's my issue with the film is that it's just that four times. Oh, that's a shame. And, you know, and each time it's like, um, Jonathan Groff slowly kind of getting convinced. Yeah. But so they get I, down I, I to one person. A, they do, Batista. Of um, and then, you know, Batista kills himself. <sighs> and then he's just like, and then Jonathan Groff is like, I, this is real. Like planes are falling out the sky. Like things are on fire. Like this is, it's happening. So Jonathan Groff goes, kill me. And then Jonathan Groff, they, they sacrifice Jonathan Groff. And then the, everything's happy. They no, well, not for, Everything's happy, other yeah. than the five dead people and the countless the who have died and uh, injured in Plane atrocities crashes, across the yeah. world. 
Um, and so John and Groth's just like, yep, it'll be me. I want to die. Do it. Please kill me. The other one kills him. And then he picks up his daughter and they walk out and they drive to a diner and everything looks like it's fizzled down. And then the movie ends. Now, this book apparently is beloved. And I was like, why is the book beloved? Well, not beloved. I was like, why is the book popular? Yeah. And I read the synopsis of the book. Mm-hmm. And halfway through the book, something very different happens that makes the film much more interesting. Okay. Really? Or maybe not okay. halfway through the book, towards the end of the book. I don't know. I haven't read the book. I just know that this happens. And it sounds like the halfway point. So in the book, the first two of the people killed themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then it's like, whoa. And then the husband, that's not Jonathan Groff, and Batista kind of struggle over a gun mm-hmm. and the gun goes off and they kill the daughter by accident. Oh, and shit. like the, the, yeah, that the young, Asian, the dynamic, the, the young Asian, like five-year-old daughter mm. cops astray. And uh, Batista goes, it wasn't a willing sacrifice. It doesn't count. Yeah. And, um, and they're just like freaking out because they just yeah. accidentally killed their daughter. Holy and shit. And then, and then the other lady that's there with Batista, they're the final two. She's just like, this is fucked. And she turns on Batista and kills Batista. Oh. And she, helps, she, and she helps the two dads escape with their daughter's body. And the two dads just sit there and they go, like, they're still meant to make the sacrifice. Um, and they go, I, if, if, if God up there will not take our daughter's death as a will, like, as enough, or like, if, if that's not enough to prevent the apocalypse, then I don't want to live in a world where our daughter's death wasn't enough. Wow. And the, mo- and the book's left completely and like ambiguous whether yep. or not Everyone these people were telling the truth, whether the apocalypse would happen, and they just go, we'll roam the earth together. Because um, the whole thing is that if they don't make the choice and that happens, everyone will die but them, and they will spend the eternity walking the earth in pitch black. That's um, so much more interesting. So, right. and, the book, and the book ends with just them being like, if it wasn't, Fuck if it, her yeah. death wasn't worth it, then I, you know, what, whatever. Wowzers. Yeah. Um, much better, so, right? That's yeah. so much better. Was there and the a movie... Shyamalan twist? <laughs> I think so, but it wasn't a twist. <laughs> the twist was that he changed the ending from the book. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the twist was if, okay, if, if four people rock up to your house talking about the apocalypse and how the apocalypse is going to start and they have active involvement in the apocalypse. What do you think they are? Yeah, it's pretty on the nose, hey. What, what do you think they are? Say it. The four, four horsemen. horsemen. Yeah, that's the twist. That they're oh. the four horsemen of the Whoa. apocalypse. So the twist is that the implication is that they are the four horsemen. It's not even a twist. It's just like that's just they like, said it. That, that's, <laughs> that's just that's so on the nose. Yes, I get that reference. That's and all they, that is. And it's like it's the one Jonathan Groff like it zooms in on his face and it gets serious and it shows you like flashbacks throughout the film and then he goes, They're the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Jesus. Oh and my then God. and then everyone in the theater is just like Yes. I, I hope Jonathan Groff got are. paid well for having to say that line. What? He got what? God damn. <laughs> well, Braden, internet died. Well, Michael. Oh, is my internet dying? Yeah, yes. died. Oh, bless. You're back did you now. did you hear my did you hear me hoping that Jonathan Groff got paid well? Yeah, yes. so what happened with that moment there, Braden? Let me tell you because podcast because audio listeners won't understand this. Yeah, because for what, the audio listeners when I piece this together, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. So what Michael and I heard for a second there was just I hope <laughs> just I hope Jonathan Groff got paid very well. And <laughs> oh, then wow. blah, blah, okay. blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah, so and then a blah, blah, blah. we had to pause. We heard the rest of the sentence, and That's then you funny. fully. Died. Then we then we so, got gobble gobble goop. That's great, incredible. Well, well, and incredible. Then, it sounds like not exactly like that film, but hey, it sounds like hey, if you want to read a good book, go recommend that one spoiled. to people. Yeah. <laughs> so, what'd you what'd so, you end up rating it? Three could drop it down to a two and a half. Yeah. Um, never gonna watch it again. Really disappointed because I like Shamal. I I'm, no, it's, I'm always rooting for yeah, him. Yeah, you're rooting for yeah. him to get a good one out. Yeah, and you know he's had he had, he's had a few hits. He had a streak where he came back a bit, and I think Glass is great. I also I like, think Glass. like Glass. People really don't like Glass. I like Glass, but I can't defend old and knock at the captain very much. But then, mm-hmm. look, even these at the moment, they're not as bad as what he's done. This ain't no Avatar. This ain't no Avatar. man made Avatar. He made The Happening, all right? But he also made Signs and Unbreakable in The Sixth Sense, and I haven't mm. seen The Sixth Sense. And Split. And Split. And, you know, Split was great because in Split we found out that Unbreakable was getting a sequel. (laughs) (laughs) It's always fun to be in the middle of watching a film and then go, oh, it's a sequel. Oh, the end. The end of the film. That was the twist of Split. That was 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 the whole thing at the end. So funny. The whole whole twist of Split was that. Here's Bruce Willis. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed one, one of those movies a lot. I'm just looking to see if there's anything, like, that's slated as like these are the upcoming ones. Upcoming um, ones for Shyamalan. Yeah, just seeing if there's anything. There's something about uh, Labor of Love, which is a widower embarks on a cross country trip on foot to prove his love for his late wife. He he just can't help himself. He's also got a cameo in the film. Of course, um, on as like a, a a chef, like one of those uh, infomercial chefs that go on like the Today Show. Because <laughs> they're watching the news at one point. Okay. Hey sure, man, dude. I'm just look. It's it is what it is. Sure, dude. Yep. But yeah. Uh, other than that, the only other thing I really watched this week was uh, the which Braden spoke about before was the uh, search for the person who composed the Disney Channel theme. Yes. The the famous bum 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 bum. Yeah, which I didn't even realize they had listed on Letterboxd until you uh, put it up on there. Mm. Um, mm. It sounds yeah. like something I need to watch as well. You got to get YouTube. on it. So it's a YouTube video, essentially, yeah. but it's a documentary. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, and there's an entire part of it where he's struggling with the fact that he has to call himself a YouTuber when yeah, he wants to be known as a documentarian. Like, yeah, it's excellently done. Yeah, and you know, and that's like this the man's a document. <laughs> that is, and this man, look, he's a documentarian. You oh, watch yeah. this thing, and you, this is a documentary. Yeah, if um, if, there, if it was on Netflix instead of YouTube, it would be listed as a full documentary, and people would be raving about it. But 100%. because it's stuck on YouTube, like it just lives in this bracket of, oh hey, did you watch that Disney Channel theme video? Oh, I think the world just found Bella Ramsey's YouTube channel. Oh God! Is that a good or a bad thing? How did thing? you come to? How did you come to that? Uh, I found it. It was just randomly on my YouTube. Like I had a, I had a recommended video, and it's just one of her videos. She hasn't posted in two years. Oh. Um, it's just her in front of a wall every day, and she did. She posted a video every day for a hundred and twenty-two days. 
Okay. And she's her in front of a wall with a guitar. Sometimes she plays a guitar. Oh, sure. Lovely. There we go. Good for them. Oh, can't believe. Can't awesome believe content. she's. Can't believe they're twenty. No, they're they're nineteen. Yeah, that's nuts. God damn. Um, but anyway, that Disney Channel documentary is a lot of fun. A lot of good luck. Like I like it. Yeah. It's interesting. It's I, I recommend that to anyone who grew up with Disney Channel back in the day. We'll let Michael talk now because I'll come back with my other thing after. We'll let me talk. talk. Here we go. My Get it, Michael. All righty. Well, the one big thing, for me at least, that I watched this week was season two of Clarkson's Farm. Oh, boy, he back. Now, a couple of years ago, I highly raved about season one. And are they back? The shenanigans are back already. But this show does such a good job of like walking the line of showing how much goes into farming and how much like they struggle. But like just the stupidity of Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah. But it's just great because he genuinely cares and like wants to do it and wants to do good. It's just but they just fuck Jeremy up. Clarkson. <laughs> But, like, this season, it's, like, season one is a lot more of him just being a bit arrogant and naive, I think. This season starts out with, like, the whole thing of how Brexit has affected these, like, like UK farmers. Because they lost 80k worth of subsidies each. Like, Jesus. So, like, because they can't sell all their stuff to within the EU yep. and stuff. So, it's, like... That that's like the focus of the the star is like how how what like what idea is he going to come up with? So he decides to open this restaurant on his farm and use like local pro like because he already had, he had like a barn that he doesn't use anymore. So he's mm-hmm. going to convert that. He bought like cows that he's going to use there, and like like a couple of episodes in, he like gets to like an agreement with a lot of the local farmers, so that like, they all share like duties of supplying this restaurant and like mm-hmm. puts out for everyone else that are having hardship because of this. And then the last, the middle two episodes is literally just him practically fighting council and just getting disapproved for this. And it's sort of heartbreaking because, like, you see, like, these farmers talking and, like, showing how much it would mean to, like, set up this restaurant and how it would help them so much because of all this shit that's going on. And then you just got all these old white men just like, no, it disturbs the natural beauty of the area. Wow. And uh, you genuinely, like, he's, like, you genuinely feel so bad for him. But it's just, it's still so funny. It's an interesting watch. Um, when he gets these cows, a couple, he gets a couple of them to, like, to get pregnant and stuff. So, like, the vet has to come and make sure the in that the proper things are there. So he gets this Let's machine that holds on. them properly. And then the next day, he finds one of the two cows that got checked out just standing in this cage waiting for a hand to be inserted where it shouldn't be. Oh. And I lost it for a good five minutes. I was, oh. like, crying because it, it was just so funny. Oh, bless. Well, for a second there, it sounded like it was going to be a crossover with the menu. So. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's, still the, it's still the line of he's, him not quite grasping the scale of things and him having just a sort of, like, I should be able to do this because I, because I want to, and like for the right reasons, he wants to do things. Mm. But just the loopholes you have to jump through and stuff, it it, it open it does open your eyes to like the actual struggles that people that do this for a living have to go through. Yeah, that, it's, With, it's a, such a strange show that 
yeah. like Jeremy Clarkson is the person who's presenting. Well, yeah, like, because the whole thing, the season one starts out, like, he buys his house to live in, like, like a rural area. And, like, because it's a nice house and stuff. And somebody else tends to all the fields that actually yeah. are on this property. And then they retire, I think, is the thing. So he's like, fuck it, I'll give it a go. Because Top Gear wasn't happening, and then they shifted yeah. um, Crane Tour to just doing the specials. So what, So he's sort of like, and I can get a show out of it, sort yeah. of thing. And then obviously COVID hits. And that, so it's like, everything's just on yeah, the Yeah, a whole anyway. other layer as well. And yeah, so it's, and he like, obviously he starts as a, I'm just going to see if I can do this, get a show out of it. Sort of falls in love with it. And like, that's sort of the hilarious part, him learning how to do it. Whereas this season is him like, A, returning and doing dumb shit. Yeah. But also showing how much he cares. Yeah, he's just really well. passionate about it now. He is. And like, obviously, like a lot of like one of the episodes, he sits down with all like the townspeople and like they, they voice all their concerns from the season, like the first season. And mm. obviously, and like they're all just like, you don't care. Like at the end of the day, you don't need this paycheck. And he's like, I know, but like, I want to do this. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's so interesting. It's great. Oh, good on But that's my, that's my spiel about Clarkson's Farm. If people have like it, they're both only eight. Eight episode seasons. If chucks it, chuck it on in the background, you'll have a you'll get a laugh out of it. Camera's doing something weird. Nice. It, it, yes. Called focusing, Michael. We lost you. We lost you. For we a did. Second. We did lose me. But uh, uh, that that uh, one's over on the uh, the old Amazon, isn't it? Yes, that is on the Amazon. Yeah. Uh, also, I will very quickly recommend on Amazon one of the few things that I have watched uh, in this last week. Uh, the last three episodes of uh, Critical Role's Legend of Vox Machina season two dropped. Um, now there are two very good seasons of a very adult, uh, cartoon show that I highly recommend. Uh, if you enjoy fantasy, uh, go check it out. It's very, very good. Uh, keen for season three of that one coming probably sometime next year. Um, season 26 of South Park also just started. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that felt weird to say. Um, we're back. And it's still a bit of fun. South Park's always a bit of I'm fun. I'm getting a lot of South Park shorts on my TikTok at the moment. It's because the newest episode's all about TikTok. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I did see, I did, one of the shorts did come from did that. You see, and it's them doing did, like the Uwu it, video. It's Kyle and Tol- Tolkien doing the. No, Tolkien. Tolkien. Um, yeah, that's his name. Okay, so last season they did the big reveal that um, Stan's a racist and he. And everyone else, pronounce but it Stan, right. has been calling to- Token Tolkien because his name is Tolkien, like J.R. Tolkien. Yep. Yeah. From Lord of the Rings. And he was named after Tolkien. And, it, and it's just been revealed that Stan's been calling him Token. <laughs> and the token. <laughs> token. It's fantastic. so fun. Do you know what I they've done? I need to get back into oh, this show. Do you know what Seriously. they've done? They've gone back and every mention, especially if you watch it on like their official site, every subtitle for every episode. That's got Token's name in it is now changed to Tolkien, except for when Stan says it. Incredible! That I so love now, that. So oh, now, I, yeah, I love. I wish more of this happened. I love when media nowadays, because they can do it so easily, like so plays meta. with going back and changing stuff. This happened like with uh, Dungeons and Daddies, the D and D podcast that I listen to. Um, they do a time travel thing at like episode 50 something and they go back to episode like three and edit in a new piece of audio 
And like, so the people listening to it who ongoing at the time, like went back and they were like, oh my God, they added that in. That's hilarious. But for new listeners, there's just this part where people come back from the future and change a thing and then they continue on like normal. And playing with the medium like that. I love that. That's so cool. I need more of that. I'll play it. I'll play it for the class. Here we go. Um, This is a TikTok about this latest episode of South Park. So let me get, make sure everything's up to scratch. Okay. Uh, Yep, that looks like TikTok. I just sent it through to here. All right, cool. All right, are we ready? Yeah. Yes. Let me know if you can hear it. Last year, South Park released an episode called The Big Fix that revealed that the character Tolkien's real name has always been Tolkien. I thought your name was Tolkien. My name is Tolkien. And that Stan has been the only kid in school who thought his name was Tolkien. Yeah, I know it's Tolkien. This is a funny retcon, but even funnier is the length South Park has gone to gaslight the audience. If you go to southparkstudios.com, in every episode, clip, description, etc., his name has been switched to Tolkien. And if you watch (laughs) the episodes with subtitles on HBO Max, every single person refers to him as Tolkien, except for Stan, who still refers to him as Tolkien. It's not us you have to worry about. Token. Hey, Token. That is that's so good. Bit. Oh I my god! That. Big respect to them. That's that's excellent. One hundred percent. That's a lot of fun. God damn. Uh, yeah. Uh, now, yeah, if you nah. can please uh, make sure to send me a link to that so that I can put the audio in the podcast, that'd be wonderful. Oh, okay. Does that not be? <laughs> no, I, I won't get that. But um, ah, so just yeah, so I was, I was the video's it's in, in the chat. It's, yeah, it's in the MMT chat. Oh, perfect. I'll I'll take it from there then. I just want to make sure the podcast listeners don't miss out on the funny bit. Yes. Good stuff. Um, as I give a thumbs up to the audio listeners. Yep, thumbs up that. to the audio you're, listeners who can't see that our video is frozen and Alex's camera is yeah. heating up. We're a right it, proper mess right be- now. I don't know why your video is frozen. Bless. Things are weird. Things are weird and things are great. Damn. Uh, very quick, other little thing. I finally watched Edge of Tomorrow. How'd you like Edge of Tomorrow? It was, it, I was really pleasantly surprised. It is a very, it, very good action movie. I like Edge of Tomorrow a lot. It's a fun action movie. Um, I really just thought, yeah, it, 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 it nails the brief of fun action movie. The alien designs are really cool. Yes. Um, I've not I like watched that in a while. Those. It was good. It was good. I, I just had it on my watch list and I, I had nothing to do the other day and I was just chilling and I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to watch that because I knew it was something that Michaela wouldn't really care about. So I was just like, cool, that's just something I can watch on my own. It's a good bit of fun. Mm. It's a good, yeah, Edge of Tomorrow is so much fun. Bill Paxton's in it. Yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah. And Tom Cruise being great. Yeah. Love Tom Cruise. Yeah. I, 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 they do a really good job with those really oh, so fun it's em- is it emily montages. blunt that's also in it yeah it is the blunt man <laughs> the blunt man the blunt man bless your problem with the blunt man um no uh but i don't know what the segue is going to be there anyway uh alex a new season of a tv show that you absolutely love you i do love you you oh. do you i've also you. I've, I've only watched the first episode so far oh michael's on it of, too. Of, of season, wait, are you caught up with? The yeah, show? yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Me and Gemma oh, so watched you... it. Uh, me and Gemma watched, have watched it all the way through, so okay. we're caught up. Cool. So we started okay. on season season four. So we love Joe, um, and we still love Joe. Do we? <laughs> uh, Joe with a beard, 
<laughs> Look, he is the most problematic person to love, other than Logan Paul. But that's okay. That's my. Only... <laughs> Don't excuse <laughs> yourself, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> oh, so on that bless. for a second, did you see the crowd for Sunrise? I saw the crowd. Excuse, the Today Show. Today Show. Sorry. Um, I met. Did you, did you watch the Today Show segment they were on? No, I haven't yet. They just completely forget who KSI is. <laughs> it's just all Logan Paul. <laughs> oh, poor KSI. Yeah. That drink launches here on the 22nd of February. So, in local stores. I got to try it. I, I do I have to try, try it. Before it sells out. Instantly. Which stores are they going to be in? Only Woolies. Okay. So, yeah. Anyway, so you season four, uh, part A started. This yeah, they're splitting it. So season, is it an essay? Season, <laughs> yeah. so so season five four, episodes. Five episodes, and the next five come out in March. Okay. So next month. So not too much. Um, I <clears throat> I really liked where we went this season. Um, it's different. It, we changed up the formula a lot. It's not Joe hunting a new singular woman. He's hunting many women. No. Um, <laughs> Whoa. No, it's kind of. It's kind of the you know the tables have turned for Joe this season a bit, and uh, and he's having to answer to someone else, and it's very interesting to watch. And uh, Pam Badgley is great as always as Joe. Um, I could watch him just talk in his head for hours. Yes, uh, he's, there's something about his voice is he's so likable, man. It's it's it, also so, when he does his like little voiceovers, it is soothing. It's just the problematic <laughs> shit that he's talking about. Yeah, I love. Nothing beats season two where he walks in and loves killed someone and he's just like, what the fuck? In his head. Yes, yeah. It's just so good. I love Joe. Um, Look, and this just, show gives me, watching the first three seasons at least, constant anxiety for no apparent reason. You want him to escape every situation. You do, especially because I, like, I, I didn't watch, I reckon me and Gemma only started watching it before season three came out. And you had talked yeah. about it a lot. And especially a lot in season one, when he's in places he shouldn't be, and he almost gets caught. I instantly felt that feeling of, you want him to get out, but I shouldn't. But why? When he's in Peach's house. And get arrested. Yeah. In, when he's in Peach's house in season one, yes. and they all rock up and he's hiding, you're just like, Joe, what are you going to do? Like, Joe, you got to get out of this mess. You've just murdered someone, I know, but like, you got to... Yeah. You've murdered three people already this season, Joe. We've got to get you out of here. Yeah. It'd be um, real it'd be like if they did a scream movie, but you're following Ghostface the whole time. It's <laughs> shocking. It it's real I, I would I would say watch season one, Brayden. And oh, just no, no, see do, how it. They do it. Seriously. It's 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 like a feeling with the show I've never had. Like the anxiety. But the but I don't know how they do it. I really don't know how they make me root for him because he never does anything to convince us we should root for him. But yeah, you do. I, I've seen quite a lot of articles about with the most recent season coming out. I've seen a lot of articles coming out again being like, why is this the one character who is horrible we love rooting for, though? But like, like, he, he, I think it's because of the way he, he talks does about himself you. in his head he, and stuff. Because he ha- like. He sits there, tries to convince and justify everything he does. Okay. He justifies everything and he like, does. And so, you go, you know what, Joe? Yeah, you're right. You've got a point here. <laughs> yeah, and but then he's also like, i got to stop doing it. So you sort of like, you sort of, you A, want, like, you know he should get caught, but A, you want to see where this goes and what he does next and how he gets out and how he tries to change himself. And 
It's just, it's a long list of, I should hate this, mm. but I don't. And it's, yeah, it's a feeling when he does, like when shit go, happens in this show, it's a feeling I don't think I've had with a show or a movie. Just the, the suspense and anxiety it gives you. It is, it's just, I like you. I like mm. it. Oh, thanks, man. I, I, yeah. I, I, that's um, right. We're with, in London this we season. Are. Oh, we've changed, season, changed it up. With, I have seen a few articles. Like when this first dropped, it dropped last week, didn't it? Yeah. It, uh, there was a few. There was a few like of it, like obviously just shit Facebook articles, but it's like British people offended at how British people are being portrayed in this movie. They're the worst uh, in the TV show, and they just portray, especially so far in this first episode, it's just all assholes. They're the worst. It's there's a very big eat the rich theme <gasps> yes. this season. I, so should yeah, I just watch, watch this season. Should I just watch season four? You no, gotta watch it all. Got, you gotta watch everything else. You gotta watch the lead up to it. But so far in this first episode that I've seen, we get right at the end. We get this anonymous person that sort of is going to be stringing him along. So okay. yeah, you know I'm you gotta go through. Goes. You gotta go through. Uh, what's the name? Guinevere. You gotta go through Beck. You gotta go through Peach's Braden. You gotta deal with the two season love arc. Okay. You gotta. You gotta you know, deal with season three love. Season three. You gotta Joel deal the, with Joel and the Burbs. Who, on, what's the brother's name? Oh, it, uh, forty. It, you got it. You it's love and it forty because they're they're tennis fans. God Their damn. parents are tennis fans, so it's love and forty. The kids' names. Um, he goes. General like, Tager rocks up in season two. You gotta. You hate forty, then you like him, and then you hate him. We love forty. God damn. No, you, you hate 40 and then yeah. you love 40 and then you're just so sympathetic for 40 yeah. at the end of season two. This show is what the show does. They introduce you to characters that you fucking hate, but then you love them by the mm. end of the season. You really do. But, yeah. I think 40 is the big example of that. Like he's like the shining example. I think season two is the best season out of the whole show. Mm. Uh, I think season three was good. I think this one's a little bit better than season three um, so far. And yeah, I'm excited to see where they take I mean, it. I just I like s- this one because they kind of changed up the formula and it still works. Two, I feel, I, and he's still one, great. One's risk. still great. One's great at holding the mystery of why one, he's like One's this great too. at bringing us in the, like, one, one does what he needs to do so well where it's like, we've got to introduce you to Joe and everything he does, we need, you need to be on board with him. Because <laughs> if you ever, if the audience ever stops being on board with Joe to a certain extent, where the he's show, gone. The to show's the, gone. Sound forgivable? Like, they would never, ever make Joe rape someone because then that's too gone. He's too far gone. Murder, maybe, because he's doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. He just, the thing is, he, everything in his head, he justifies to himself. And then it's always like, I'll do it this once, but never again. Or yeah. I just he's need, like, I'm going like, to do this because I need, because I want to do it, this. It's he'll, like how I talk to myself when I'm going for another piece of chocolate. I'm like, yeah. oh, I won't do murder, this again, but. He'll murder the seventh. Per- the se- he'll kill the seventh person for the season and be like, "Why does this keep happening to me?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like-, like that. Why do I keep? Why has this happened again? It shouldn't have happened. Oh, it's just that's such like a normal reaction to like everyday mundane things. But he's <laughs> yeah. doing it what? to murder. Murder. It's like why? It's oh, why is this like- always going to keep like, happening? To- it's like it's people like, getting stuck I- in traffic, and he's like, "Ah." Oh. He'd be like, "I did it for you," <laughs> and then. It's always, it's always, there's always in his head. It's always in his head, but there's always a justifiable reason in his head while he's doing this. And we're just like, you know what, Joe? You did do it for her. 
Go for it. Kill more. <laughs> Keep going. Why stop there? You know, Get he's in the way too. Get him. Yeah, it's... And then who, like... Even when it's not, he's killing people unrelated to this person, but he's killing them to protect other people. It's just like, yeah, I'm sure you don't need to kill them, Joe, but you're doing it for their best interest. He's like, you've got, you've not, got... not the person he's killing, the person. He's yeah, not, no, not them, not, or not their, their families, parents, no. or their loved ones. No, they ra- yeah, they, they they'd know. rather survive. Yeah, the hardest part is that it takes a while for him to mention he's got a son in this newest season, and I forgot he had a kid. I'm like, oh, he just left his kid with the gays. He, he does do that. He's, uh, in the recap, it's just like I, I left. I left my son with the only he, people he, I trusted. Yeah, the gays, <laughs> the gay couple. The gay. If couple. I was, was going to trust anyone, it'd be the gays. It would be so. them, hundred percent. Uh, other than that, shrinking on um, Apple oh, TV yes. Plus. Everyone, watch oh, shrinking. Yeah. The Jason Segel, Harrison Ford show. In, still great. Yep. Still incredible. Really enjoying this one. Uh, it makes me sad that every Friday it comes out. Oh man! Because I want it to come out earlier than Friday. Mm. But um, but yeah, I'm very excited to watch the latest episode of that. And yeah, nice. I think that's all. I, th- I think I think I can shut up for a minute. I think I think, th- I think, yeah, I I think, think that is about only... the show. Uh, we yeah. will talk about uh two episodes of The Last of Us next week. Um. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll I've watched the latest we'll catch episode. up on that. Alex is the only one and of us boy, who's seen it. Michael boy, hasn't for some you? reason. Uh, I have a I've decent reason why. Um, bless. But uh, <laughs> Michael's reason is just watching Clarkson's Farm, sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, look forward to uh, yeah, Last of Us talk next week. Um, double Last of Us. Yeah, it'll be a Good chunky double feature. One. Uh, I imagine we will probably have Chris back next week. He'll probably talk more about Succession or something. Um, <laughs> we'll, uh, there's probably, is there any other new movies coming out soon that it should be on the radar? Oh, Ant-Man. 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 Ant-Man next week. Ant-Man's tomorrow night. Really? Are you not seeing Ant-Man tomorrow? Um, I thought you would have gone invited through work. Yeah, I need to double check that because I think I am and I yeah. completely forgot. Thank you for the reminder. Yeah. I might be <laughs> seeing Ant-Man tomorrow night. <laughs> Michael and I are seeing it tomorrow night, I know oh, for sure. Yeah, no, yeah, that's fair. Um, oh, um, God. Okay, I need a, I need a message. And do you see. know the next couple of weeks we have in movies? We're almost, we're, we're back to pre-COVID movies. Let me tell you. Uh, this oh, week. Wait, are you, are you saying you'll, you'll, you'll see us, see, see you at the movies? We'll see you at the movies. That's what Tom Cruise is going to say when he wins Best Picture. God damn it. <laughs> um, he's going to what, what have we got? Um, What's big stuff? So this week is Ant-Man the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, Quantumania. Next week's Cocaine Bear. Oh, that got advertised a billion times during the Super Bowl. That got that got advertised at the UFC. That was a sponsor for the UFC event that happened in Perth over the weekend. How do they have that kind of money? Universal man. Um. Uh. Then after Cocaine Bear, the week after Creed Three. Oh, I am looking forward to that one. And then the week after Creed Three, Scream Six. Fuck, that's a seriously so, good. I've got to catch movies. up. I got to catch up on. We screen. got, we got, we got a, uh, we got, we got, we got a lineup. Quick, oh, quick thing, I've seen, I've been seeing a lot of this trailer in the past few days. Is the fucking like Nike Air Jordan? Oh my god, trailer. the Air trailer! Oh my god, why are we not? This is the Matt, the Ben Affleck directed Matt Damon um, movie about Matt Damon who plays the guy who got Jordan to sign with Nike. Oh, I keep seeing, 
I keep seeing yeah, this so trailer everywhere. Yeah, Ben Affleck plays the head of Nike. Um, Matt Damon plays obviously the guy that got Jordan to sign. Viola Davis plays Jordan's mother. Cool. Um, Marlon Wayans is in it. Um, Jason Bateman's in it. Um, it looks. It look, I like Ben Affleck. And I like when he directs stuff. So I'm looking forward to this one. Give me yeah. any basketball esque related movie. So mm-hmm. well, yeah. Michael sold instantly. I'm yeah. That sounds great. I'm I'm mm. gonna have to go watch this trailer after this because I've not heard of it. That's cool. Was it called? Just called Air. Yeah. It's called yeah. Air. Nice. That's a good title. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. It's, guys, we've got movies coming out. We're also two things behind for the thing we wanted to do for Christmas. So Yeah, uh, we should do that. Hey. Yeah. We should. Yeah, let's That should get done. We should, we should organize the time to do that. We just gotta get we just gotta get two done quickly and then we can st- keep on the one month track. Yep. That's pretty easy. We can do that. We can catch up. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. And we uh, might do a commentary track for Which is a good time to mention, uh, if you do want to support us over on patreon.com slash from movie talk, you can chuck us a buck or two and help make the show happen. Hey, uh, if we get some more people over there, we might do commentary tracks more often. Um, if you guys want, let us know. Um, I would love to finish off the Scream franchise before 6 comes out, by the way. <laughs> which I think is really easy. It is pretty because, easy. Michael, have you seen any of them? After the first one? Yeah, I've seen... Oh, sake. I think either... Uh, which one is the one they're in Hollywood on the set? Three. 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 I've seen one, two, three then. Okay. 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 Because okay. we could just do... Because we've got the commentary track for one that's yep. archived. One night we just do two, three. Yep. And then another night we just do four, five. That sounds, that sounds like a good time. And we've got uh, almost... We've got just under a month to do that. Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds like it could be doable. That sounds very doable. doable. All right. Lock it in. It's happening. Well, everyone, uh, thanks for joining us for this staff meeting of MMT, Millennium Movie Talk. Uh, This has been episode 191 of the show. Welcome to admin. Um, Welcome to admin. Um, You can follow us on your podcast service of choice. Uh, If you can, leave a review. It really, really helps. Subscribe over on YouTube and leave a comment and watch the videos. Uh, watch the trailer reactions that came out. Um, those, those are good. Um, and yeah, uh, you can find our commentary tracks over on Patreon as well. Um, you can follow us on socials and you can add Michael on Facebook. Please add Michael on Facebook. And I think with saying that, as always. I'm Alex. I'm Braden. And I'm Mike. And we're out of here. Goodbye. Goodbye.